Good evening, my friends, and welcome to a very special edition of Fandom Talk. Uh, tonight, we are so excited to continue our Summer of Video Game series. Uh, we have with us a very, very special guest, a longtime listener, first-time caller, uh, but hopefully not the last time. Mr. Chase Carrico is going to be with us tonight. Uh, Chase, how are you doing tonight, man? I am fantastic and thrilled to be here. Thanks, y'all. Excellent, Yay. excellent. We, of course, also have with us the incredibly good-looking Red Lanyard, Mr. Al Manley. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I've I've caught them all. So let's let's go. Oh, oh goodness! Oh, what the topic of the podcast is going to nope. be. <laughs> so that's going to be creepier for right oh. now. <laughs> There's a little sneak peek for anyone to keep it up. <laughs> we also have with us uh, Admin Raven of the Fan Correspondence, better known as Jenny. Jenny, how are you doing tonight? Hello. <laughs> good. That's a good way to be. Yeah. Hello. What a reasonable, what a reasonable greeting. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Meredith from The Office. That's what you're from, that's you're from Abu Dhabi. That's Hello. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, we cannot do this type of podcast without the wise sage. Josh, how are we doing tonight? Are you ready? I really want to do the I am ashamed of Jenny's naked face, but I don't have anything to throw. <laughs> okay, on. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. That is an office reference for anybody who doesn't get that. Which, mm-hmm. If you don't get that, you should. Um, and I'm judging you. So. And we will be doing a podcast on that probably somewhere <laughs> in the future. I, I, I don't know how we haven't talked about The Office yet, actually. We did articles on The Office. We did do articles, yeah. yes. But, uh, the top ten. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah. We need to revisit Well, the time of written word has passed, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's, yeah, it's rough times. Well, it can't when you and Josh both have fantastic articles on the site that people should go be checking out. Okay. Everyone yeah. should be going to check them out. Read read a little bit and ri- exactly. enrich your minds. Expand your <laughs> vocabularies. Josh uses a few, like, GRE words in his articles. It's impressive. <laughs> so go check that out. It's crazy. And as always, my friends, I am the editor-in-chief, Jacob Vance Hardesty. I uh, am going to be kind of running this this evening. Um, And tonight, for the Summer Video Games, guys, it is 25 years of Pokemon. 25 years. That is absolutely insane to me. Um, We have so many things to cover, because there's so much to cover with Pokemon. Do we talk about the card game? Do we talk about the anime? Do we talk about the video games? We talk about it all, because Pokemon is just... One of the greatest forms of media, probably ever, honestly, when it comes right down to it. Um, so we're gonna we're just gonna jump right in. We are actually going to start with Chase. I, I'd say we like to start with the guest, if that's all right. Uh, Chase, sure, what is your what is your earliest? Would you say like memory kind of introduction to Pokemon in any in any fashion, whether it's the show, the cards, games, whatever. It's a little bit difficult to say. You just said it's twenty five years of Pokemon, so that. Those games started coming out in 96, so I was barely a human. Uh, but uh, I probably started watching the anime, like, right around when it came out, which was, like, 98, 99. Like, I was probably watching that at three or four years old. Got super into it, and then moved into the video games on the Game Boy and played a bunch of that. But, yeah, that was probably my first favorite TV show, and it lasted for quite a while. That's my big memory there. Was there a... Of course, when that's one, kind of one of the cool things about Pokemon is that when you're that young and you're just kind of getting into things, the the colors and the different characters are really kind of what draws you in. Was there one character that just you saw and were just like immediately like I'm I'm into this thing? 
Was there one there, Pokemon stat for you? In general, I, I, I think most of it you can kind of just paint in broad strokes for. But if I narrowed it down, it's just like you just watch the relationship on the anime between a Ash and Pikachu. Um, I've always been an animal person, and there is the weird, like, correspondence of Pokemon are basically animals that are your friends and also fight for you. But uh, there was that. Just seeing an actual, like, friendship being formed between Ash and Pikachu was just totally adorable, um, which kind of stuck with me. I mean, I've always been, loved my pets and had something like that, so I kind of wish that they could, like use ice beam or something that would have been pretty awesome but um even with the lack of that i felt like i had a relationship with my pets um so to watch that i really just had a love for all of generation one a little bit of two and then as it moved on i kind of grew up but yeah uh that friendship with ash and pikachu and really all of his pokemon getting to see how he related with all of those was what i was drawn to quite a bit sure ab absolutely absolutely Al, what about you, my friend? What was your kind of first introduction to the world of Pokemon? Um, gosh, I don't know if I re I don't know if I even remember my very first introduction. Um, like I don't know if I can pinpoint it to one singular thing. Um, because gosh, I look back and like I think. As far as my memory serves, I think Pokemon was the first thing I was really into. Like your first fandom, you would say? Fandom? I oh. mean, probably because <laughs> I can think back on specific times when I became interested in other stuff. Like I can think back to like the first time I read a Spider-Man comic, and mm -hmm. I can think back to like um, the first time like I played guitar and really got into music and stuff like that. Uh, but, like, as far back as my memory goes, like, Pokemon was just always something I was into. And, um, uh, which is well, because, again, I can't trace it back to one specific thing. I was really into the show. Um, I didn't have a way to play the games until a little bit later on into my childhood, uh, when I got, like, a Game Boy Color. Um... But um, I was always really into the show. Uh, my parents were kind of strict when I was growing up. So I was allowed two cartoons um, to watch when I was a kid for like a really long time. Um, and my two picks were pretty consistently um, on whatever Spider-Man cartoon was on at the time. And um, I wish it was great because my parents could not figure out the difference between all of them going on at once. So I, I was able to... I was able to kind of finesse my way into a few of them there. And then um, and then I always wanted to watch um, the Pokemon anime because that always aired Saturday morning on WB for kids. That's the way I watched it. Um, and it was um, and it was sick. It was really cool. And um, having such a restricted kind of view of what i could watch it was always it was always at the top absolutely yeah no i uh i i fully agree was um same same question was with chase was there any like certain pokemon that really just kind of drew you in immediately like the moment you saw them um i i have really strong memories of really being into um the design of 
of Charizard and Gyarados. Uh, those two were really big. You know, the two dragons that weren't dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then when the first animated film came out, um, and, and I saw, um, and I saw the design of both Mew and Mewtwo. I thought those were really, really cool designs. Uh, that I kind of um, really, really liked and clung to. So, so yeah. Nice. Nice. Jenny, how about you? What was your? I know that for the three of us, of course, kind of you know being siblings and. We're probably gonna have similar early memories of Pokemon, but what I don't was? No, because you were baby. I I, I, so I was baby. Me and Doc might have very similar ones, but well, 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 go ahead and tell us what, what was your well, what was your so earliest memory? The earliest memory. Okay, so I don't remember how me and Josh got into it, but my earliest memory is back before Facebook was a huge thing. AOL was this big thing, and my mom had this mm. email thing, and I remember her getting. She would get the culture that we grew up in. And the people that she were kind of acquaintances with, um, she got this email about Pokemon and about how the bad influences that, uh, so she did her research on it, but my mom was very rebellious. So, like, she was kind of, like, pro us getting into it after she researched it just because a bunch of the other, uh, people were into it. Mm. Uh, Josh, you might remember that differently, but that's literally how I remember it. And then I remember us going to... Uh, Burger King and getting all of the uh, Pokemon toys that were at Burger King at that time. Again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, do you remember that? Josh? I did. <laughs> I, but like my, I, 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 we we have to state this: the way Burger King did those original toys was they were blind yes. toys. Yeah. So and we so went this so one, often. <laughs> this one lady. It, I mean, mom really got turned off Pokemon because it was the first time she ran afoul of collectors that she didn't like. Yeah. Uh, up to that point, she had gone. She had she dealt with collectors a lot because I was always into action figures and stuff like that, uh, and Jenny was into dolls. Mm-hmm. So she dealt with collectors, but the first collector person she didn't like was Pokemon people, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious because that right there is prophetic. Considering how this past couple months, there's been all these stories about. Uh, how Walmart and Target don't want to carry the Pokemon cards anymore mm-hmm. because fights are breaking out over them again. Uh, but we went to this, we went to Burger King, and this one lady. Of course, I wanted Pikachu. I wanted the Pikachu, uh, you know, Pokemon naturally. And uh, and of course, it was it was kind of a hard one to get. It was only stuffed one they had, and you squeeze it, went Pikachu, and and uh, so like this one lady had gone in there and literally had just bought them all out, and and then left us like left three for us mm-hmm. for our happy meals i don't know if you, i know you don't remember it because you were like two mm-hmm. but me and jenny got and, and so i got a voltor was was wasn't what, a voltor i got voltor <laughs> but i don't remember what you got and then the well, no better. because i remember us one time getting two of the same ones okay and, well, we might have both yeah. got voltor then that would have been she wasn't amazing. happy about that either and so mom <laughs> was just really so like when we talk about pokemon it wasn't like it was a band thing, but mom would just be like, I just don't even want to talk about Pokemon. We're, yeah. we're just so put out. Yeah, with that was the reason she didn't like it. That she was try like like I said, people tried to brainwash her into thinking that it was gonna, you know. I, I remember her talking about how you know certain people thought they were demons, and then of course yeah. it promoted cockfighting and all this other, other stuff. Which, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, no, because they don't fight till but they're dead. There's like, episodes against that. I so, know. You I know. was about to say like no. I mean, I guess we'll get into that, but I, but I've, yeah. I've figured you were going to talk about because the what me and you did at the exact same time 
was we rented our first Game Boys from Blockbuster, and we both got the Pokemon game. Yes. And yeah, that's the earliest that. memory I really have. And, and Well, that was after we'd already got into it, though. I was trying to think of, like, when we got into it. Yeah, but I just we, remember yeah. it existing and us being like, yeah. That's yeah, because <laughs> and this this is really probably the last time this happened. Again, uh, you can correct me, or last time I remember it happening, where something hit and everything dropped at once because you mm-hmm. had the game, the anime, the card game, the card game, and the Burger King stuff pretty much all happening at yeah, the no, same concurrently. Mm-hmm. And, and the show, and that yeah, yeah. so yeah, the, oh, the you might have said anime. that. I'm sorry. And uh, we were just it just like washed over us, mm-hmm. man. Like it was just a, a floodgate of stuff. At the exact same time. Because less than a year later, the movie is coming out, and then Burger King brings all their other stuff yeah. back in, yeah. so there's a bunch and of movie stuff And then we've got, we well. got the gold uh, Pikachu card and the, and the, the uh, yeah, ball, yeah, the yeah which we ended up selling at some point. It's okay, but... I got them all. We okay. got them again. <laughs> we, we got them again for the collection, guys. Uh, <laughs> got them all back. Uh, but yeah, that's probably my earliest. And like, and I, and I also remember going to Books a Million, and that one dude being like oh this is for adults or something and, uh, yeah that was weird that. Yeah. that was really yeah. weird we, we weren't we weren't old enough to play pokemon yeah apparently it was amazing <laughs> i was 13 i don't remember that yeah. that was that book's name but once oh. again another collector that mom ran afoul of she did not like yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah so that's my... Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so okay, so I've, I've asked everyone else, and we're going to get more into, like, actual favorite Pokemon later, but what, who was, like, your first, like, love? I mean, definitely Pikachu. Uh, yeah, and then after that, definitely Eevee, but I feel like I didn't meet Eevee for a long time. I gotcha. Yeah, Pikachu was definitely... I mean, I just loved his sassiness, mm-hmm. and actually, I feel like the cartoon definitely did so well of capturing, like, such personality in these Pokemon that and they don't you know talk you know <laughs> just, yeah. but like yeah I just oh they about. do it's just their name over <laughs> right, and over again right, yeah. <laughs> but um it's interesting that you can get that from a cartoon but yeah yeah you know i, I am glad you brought that up because it is kind of it's kind of interesting how when you watch something that has like different forms of media whether it's like, like okay prime example is of course comic books like um how different is let's take for example you know captain america and the comics versus the Avengers game versus the MCU, you know, sure there's going to be things that are going to be similar. Obviously, the core of the character is still there, but there's still going to be things that are very different that you're like, okay, this is this version of Captain America mm-hmm. or, so, or so on and so forth. With Pokemon, it was really interesting, uh, kind of like you said, because it seemed like everything kind of just worked together where, like – if a card had a certain kind of art on it or if there was a certain, you know, scene in the show, like it seemed like everything it followed. just it followed yeah. so mm-hmm. well to where there was never a this is a different variation of Pikachu or anything like that. Which I know once again for to some people they're like, Oh, well it's just a Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Pokemon. No, Pikachu had so much sass. Yeah, well I think know, like even up till till today and like Detective Pikachu, they did oh, yeah. an excellent job keeping, you know, that you know, how he was, even though he was talking, like I was like, This is something Pikachu would do. Yeah. Like honestly. So Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds actually is a Pikachu. It's crazy. Who and knew? Deadpool, he's just everywhere. Yeah, just who knew? <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, so you kinda of talked a little bit about going to Blockbuster and renting a Game Boy and renting the first game, which dated all of us so much, um, you know, <laughs> because we just mentioned three things in order that people yeah. probably, that some people wouldn't even know. Um, 
But I mean, what was was Pikachu the first one that really drew you in? Yeah, as well, yeah, or? Pikachu. Like the going into uh, <laughs> the you're right. I mean, we we were aware, we were definitely aware of Pokemon. Um, I don't remember how or why. I just do you? Well, you just you just it just it was like everywhere. it was just there. Well, there. right. I just don't remember. Like I just remember always knowing it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just it just hit so hard. I mean, it was just it was the next big thing. And, uh, but I, I remember, you know, wanting to go and I, I remember going into the Blockbuster and seeing that they were renting Game Boys and I wanted to play Pokemon so bad. And so mom went up there and rented me and you Game Boys so we could play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And my, my distinct memory of, of, of this game, like the, w- w- when it became something that was different than normal game to me was you, I got Pokemon Red. I obviously picked Charmander as my starter, and you know, and I and I was like, okay, you know, I know they evolve, so I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to evolve them. So I started grinding, and so when you grind in Pokemon Red, anyone who's ever played it, uh, you know, because this is before the the dawn of the internet, so you don't know what you're doing. If you grind and get up to Charizard before you beat the third uh, uh, gym, uh, Charizard just becomes like. He's like, the worst person, <laughs> and like you, you can't do anything with him. And I remember, <laughs> I, and 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 they they don't like that. Once again, it's not explained. It it just happens. So I remember sitting. We we we, we were at Holiday Inn, and I'd put at this point, like I mean, I, I know I've got this for five days, so I've already I'm, I'm playing it nonstop. All right, changing out batteries willy nilly. Okay, <laughs> and like I remember sitting at Holiday Holiday Inn had this little. Uh, play area and the, it was basically just like a little house and you could sit on top of it it was carpeted on top there was a restaurant there just for clarification oh yeah yeah i was, I was, I was, I was, I was gonna say kids holiday in used to have a restaurant and also yeah. handheld consoles used to take batteries it's crazy and there was like a playground and a pool and everything and yeah. this like little holiday in thing anyway okay continue but yeah I'm we sorry. are not from magical lands these were these all happened in the mid, late 90s I remember, I remember sitting on top of this little playground area and playing and being like, all right, Charmeleon is evolving, you know, and I was so excited because I got Charizard, you know, this fire breathing dragon. And so I was like, I, w- I went into, uh, I-, I went into battle and I threw him out and he immediately fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And this is like, Charizard is asleep. And then like, and so you're back, okay, that's kind of weird. You throw him outside. The next one back, Charizard just doesn't want to listen to you. And it's just like, and that, that to me was the first time a game had ever done anything like that to me. Where like, it just, it just like introduces a rule uh, that you didn't know about and just messes with you. And, uh, and, and that's when the game became different to me. It really, it, it probably was. Like I had played Final Fantasy, but didn't really know what I was doing. This is that's that's nerd thing about Pokemon is it's a lot of people's first foray into the RPG realm yeah. because uh, it's such a it, it is at its core an RPG and it is such a nice little you know <laughs> uh, introduction to it into things like status effects, you know, and weaknesses and party alignments and things like that that are all in Pokemon built in uh, that become so much more important to games like Chrono Cross or any of the later Final Fantasies, you know, or something like Grandi or anything like that. And so, the, I mean, that's 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 what I remember most is, like, this was the first game that I played that, like, was that involved. Um, 
even if like I mean now it's not that involved, but you know at the time it very was it mm. definitely was. Absolutely. Um, you know, for for me, it's kind of interesting that I was I was very late into the games. Um, I remember picking them up occasionally, you know, when you guys had them, but I never really played a whole lot of the actual video games until much later, uh, around Gen Four. Actually, was my was my first one that I really went through. Um, but you're about to have a good year. Oh, I'm about to have a fantastic year. Yes, no, my I, I mean, I'm, I'm rocking my Lucario shirt, and I cannot wait to get Lucario again. You know, and uh, is it brilliant diamond and shining pearl? Is that mm-hmm. is that the yeah? So yeah, well, one of one of those, whichever one. I think I think I think we decided you're getting pearl. I'm getting diamond. Is that sure. the plan? I think yeah. We got the double pack. We'll figure it out on November. I'll take, I'll take whenever. That's fine. Yeah, there you go. Um, but my earliest memory, though. I mean, it has to be a mix of the cards and the show, because I don't remember which one came first. Um, I remember the show, the one that just got me. Um, and it's been, and, and ever since, this Pokemon has been one of my absolute favorites, just every, every time. Um, and it was the episode Mystery of the Lighthouse, um, which some mm-hmm. of you may remember, um, yeah. is the first appearance of Dragonite in yes. the show. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, which you also may remember that when Dragonite first shows up, Jesse just straight up just takes out a rocket launcher and yeah. just uh, shoots him just yeah. like immediately, you know, yeah. just because that's just kind of the thing that they're that they're doing. Yeah. Um, Image of Jill Valentine. Stupidity, really. Yeah, well, like, like, and yeah. yeah, because because then he immediately just like knocks them off the cliff, you know, everything. So, you know, but anyways, um, but yeah, Mister the White House, uh, the the noise that Dragonite makes. I remember there was a certain time. <laughs> this is gonna be really weird. We were at an old restaurant called Ponderosa, kids, um, and, and it was storming outside. <laughs> and somehow, the way that the wind hit it just the right way, uh, it sounded like there was a dragonite outside. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's happening! He's here!" <laughs> you know. Um, Unfortunately, by the way, I'm, I hate to tell you all this. There was not a Dragonite outside. I was very upset. I'm still upset to this day. I just love how um, random that particular memory is. That's so great. I, I vividly, <laughs> vividly, I remember That's that. That's how much you know? it sounded like Dragonite. Yeah. All these years. Yeah, all these years. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I will be 27 in two months. And, and yes, Connor that's still. And been gone for like 20 years. Yeah, about, about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other the other memory I had actually came from the, uh, from the cards because... Uh, my early, one of my earliest memories, um, being in a, like a, uh, I guess like, like church, uh, like for younger kids, what is the uh, children's church? Is that the, uh, church? yes. Okay. It's, it's been a minute. Okay. <laughs> See, I, church for kids. Um, yes, I've, I've forgotten what the term children's church is, but I remember exactly where I was when I, I thought I heard a dragonite. Um, <laughs> but, um, but there was a point where. Because, like Josh and Jenny said, you know, and and really Chase and Al as well, Pokemon was everywhere. You couldn't really escape it during those, like, few years. So the guys running Children's Church were like, dude, let's just buy some Pokemon cards for the kids, okay? And we'll just hand out and, you know, each kid gets a card, okay? And I I remember – I do not remember what card I got, but I remember that a good friend of mine 
got a it was either a trainer card or an item card. It was it was something that was considered to a to a child a boring card. Obviously, now of course you're building a deck, you also obviously need those. But when you're a kid, you're like this doesn't have a picture of one of my favorite cartoon characters, so I'm upset. So he was crying, and I traded him that card um, for mine for, for whoever it was. I can't remember what it was. It was an actual Pokemon, and that cheered him up. But when I got in the car, mom was so upset because they didn't know because they didn't because they didn't understand that all the kids should be getting a card that has has an actual character on it, which makes sense. So I remember mom just immediately we drove out to books a million and and we're like we're getting more cards we're just going to get some more cards so that way you can have more beyond just whatever you ended up with and uh i remember i got a holographic kabutops because of that so you know <laughs> that kabutops exactly kabutops <laughs> is great you know so so yeah that was uh so so that trade ended up in me getting a holographic kabutops so that was actually a good trade overall you know um, but yeah, that was, a, that's, those are my two earliest memories of both the show and, and the cards and, uh, yeah. And then, and then, like I said, I didn't really play the game until Gen 4. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, so Chase, <clears throat> going back around to you, my friend, <clears throat> who would you say, if you, if you had to choose just, just one, who is your favorite Pokemon, would you say? Just <laughs> I want to start off by saying I found some website at some point that helped you pick out what ultimately was your favorite Pokemon from each type. So I ended up having 18 different Pokemon in front of me. Um, I I can probably send the picture because I had it pulled up. I don't know how. That's probably barely visible to you all, maybe, sort of. Okay, I can see that. You can visually see my 18 favorite. Um, It was painstaking as I looked through it and I was like, I'm missing some of these and this really hurts. Um, and I, I, I am someone who generally likes to... That's an electric love, yes. Okay. Electric never gets any love. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, so that actually plays into what I was just about to say. Um, generally, I don't like being like, oh, yeah, um, my favorite basketball player is LeBron James or something like that. Like, it's just too commonplace. I don't like that, but... I have to be true to myself. It was Charizard. I'm not at all alone in that. Charizard was just a perfect combination of... uh, He was one of the... He evolved from one of the starters in the original games. That uh, Pokemon Red may legitimately be the first game I've ever played, as far as I know. Like, might be numero uno video game for me. Uh, And then that was the starter that I chose. Charmander seemed cool. He was the only fully evolved Pokemon that Ash ended up getting in that first generation of games because his Bulbasaur and his Squirtle didn't evolve. And it like that probably plays into I like Squirtle more than Blastoise, and I like Bulbasaur more than Venusaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Charmander and Charizard are right there on par with each other. I mean, he went from being like a pretty dope fire lizard to a dragon. <laughs> like he's just he's too cool. Too many factors playing into that. Fire is kind of dope. I remember being like, I'm definitely not a pyro, but like fire is cool when I'm watching Pokemon. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, it's not original whatsoever, but it is Charizard, I know, for sure. Hey, there is nothing wrong with that pick at all. That is, <clears throat> I think one of the best parts about Pokemon is, of course, with 
almost 800 of them, or actually over 800 of them at this point, you know, there is, there's really no wrong answer in who is your favorite Pokemon, you know? And then we, I've always had the same thought about, you know, there's no wrong answer in who's your favorite superhero or so on and so forth, you know? So yes, no, Charizard is absolutely favorite. It is absolutely a fantastic and, and a fan favorite and one of mine as well. So Al, who, who you got? Who is, who is your number one Pokemon? My number one. Mm. Yeah. It's a tough call, um, but uh, I'm going to go with my number one Pokemon is Typhlosion. Typhlosion, oh, okay, Typhlosion nice. This is my boy, yeah. I, um, um, I played Gen 1 originally. I played it on my Game Boy Color um, because I didn't have an OG Game Boy. Um, I played it on Game Boy Color. played through it. I was just like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, and so for Christmas that year, I asked to get the gen, uh, on one of the gen two games. Um, and I was like kind of late into the games as I've always been until like this last year, I bought my first like brand new game at release, like earlier this year, because <laughs> I just don't buy new games very often, but especially as a child when I had $3, but um, <laughs> but um, so I got um, oh, I got a Pokemon Crystal, um, which was like the third extra game in Gen two, and um, and so I, I got Pokemon Crystal, um, and I played the hell out of Pokemon Crystal. I probably logged like over five hundred hours into that game over the years. I mean, <laughs> I played the hell out of Pokemon Crystal, and um, and um, my starter retros was Hindequill because I was like Chase. I was just like Fire's pretty cool, you know. I was a bit more honest about it than Chase was. I was just like, you know, it's cool in the anime, and it's also cool as I watch the homes of my enemies burn down. But um, <laughs> it's just just cool. All the time. Um, but uh, I got Cyndaquil. I evolved it. Uh, I'm in a Typhlosion, of course, as you do. And Gen 2 was, I can trace this back to uh, how in video games, I'm really into figuring out, like, the combat system and mechanics in video games. I like to get into, like, skill trees and trying to in-max your stats in video games and things like that. Uh, I'm really into that. And I can trace that back to gen 2 when i was playing crystal and i was teaching moves to my typhlosion because um, my typhlosion was always like 20 levels above everybody else on my team um and i realized that if i teach typhlosion earthquake through a tm that that gives him a type advantage attack over rock which was which is usually a weakness to fire type, and that blew my mind. And I was just <laughs> like, I'm gonna figure out a way to do this for all of his type weaknesses. And about a couple weeks after that, I did some more some more research on it and talked to all my friends. And I was just like, Oh my god, he can learn thunder punch! Like it's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely over and so i was just like well he's still weak to ground and i was just like yeah but ground doesn't have resistance against fire type moves and that and that's when it happened <laughs> that's what happened I'm just like okay i'm gonna be a nerd about like the mechanics and all the 
numbers and equations about video games for the rest of time because I found out that Typhlosion can learn Thunder Punch and Earthquake. And that just set the tone for how I experience video games for the rest of my life. So some might even say that Typhlosion is the Dark Souls of Pokemon then. Some <laughs> some could incorrectly say that. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't resist. I couldn't I'll resist. Let you chat right now when I'm <laughs> I mean you can say anything if you want to. <laughs> it's crazy the words people can put together. All right, Jenny, uh, who is your favorite Pokemon? Like, number one. Number one? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's got to be Eevee for me, which, again, is uh, kind of basic. Um, and I feel like it's kind of cheating just because I love all of her evil, evolutions. Okay. So I have You have to choose one, though. You have to one, choose one evolution at that Umbreon. point. Umbreon. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I really I, there, was, there was no <laughs> hesitation. Yeah. That was just boom. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I love Pokemon. Um, I don't have like any like I don't have like the cool like stories that Alan Chase have. I just mm. I just love her. That's it. Okay, I gotcha. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean because because you're right, she can you know evolve into so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we I am personally still hoping to that one day they will actually finish that out to where there's really an EVA of every type because I think that'd be cool. I think they plan on it, right? Sylveon is pretty recent, I feel like. So Syl- Sylveon was Gen uh, no six, Gen six, I oh, think. Because really? yeah. um, yeah. they need a dragon EV. I they, was really shocked they didn't put a new EV in and Sword and Shield. Yeah, what I was really expecting with Gen eight because there was a new focus on like steel stuff as like the um in universe export i was really waiting for a steel type evolution i was flabbergasted when they didn't do it what would it be named steelion absolutely (laughs) (laughs) uh no jen i think that's a great pick eevee is the most interestingly designed pokemon in the entire games in my opinion um i think that's that's a great choice Chase, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, that does open up the fun question of, by my math, I think there are probably about nine more potential evolutions out there. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're only like halfway there. And I mean, that could mean I'm here at like 47 waiting for that <laughs> next evolution to come out. Like, I know it's going to be a fighting type. What's it going to look like? What's it going to be? I'm so excited. It's a really smart thing that they did. I mean, it was so neat in the first place of... In uh, first generation, there's this one Pokemon that can evolve into three different things. That's was really neat to me. And while like there was a weird like even when I was eight, like old man shakes fist at sky at cloud of oh why are we adding two more to this? Uh, in retrospect, I'm really excited about that because they haven't done it in every generation. But just this through line of this Pokemon that existed from the get go is still branching off into new things, which doesn't logically make sense because we probably would have figured it out by now. But, uh, yeah, us getting more evolutions, even from this new Pokemon that started forever ago, 25 years ago, in fact, um, is very Mm. fun. It also, I believe, I could be wrong, is my sister's favorite Pokemon, which means Eevee has a mega special part in my heart, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Eevee was cool in the first (laughs) game and the fact that she also f- could fill in uh, a type for you that you needed. Yeah. Because uh, typically, uh, I mean, typically you either went, 
yeah, I mean, nothing against Jolteon, but you typically either went Flareon or Vaporeon, depending on who your starter was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was just kind of, it, it was really nice to get to that point, because typically by the time you get to that point, you know, you've got, you know, a bug, you've got Pidgeot, you've got your starter, um, you know, you might have a ghost type if you did if you did the sylph stuff and then you get to that and, and that really fills in a, a play I, I don't know anyone doesn't take an ev into the final final battle because she fills in that that gap for you mm-hmm. right and i think even like not to get like super deep but like i think it's cool that like she's a cartoon character that does represent you know you can be whatever the the heck you want to be the heck yes <laughs> yes and and no there's nothing wrong with getting deep and making sure to yourself to say heck yeah no there's nothing wrong with that I like Look, Evie, Evie is deep i mean particularly umbreon and espion and sylveon mm-hmm. because there's no way to evolve into those three unless you're you're the friendship level the friendship level yeah. and, and with umbreon and uh espion it's the friendship level during day or night and then with sylveon it's just like Love me. Evie just loves you so much <laughs> yeah. that she's pink now. I love yeah. it. There's just so and many, she has like, a bow. cool... I mean, she's just a very, like, you know, well-rounded, awesome character. Can't let it go without saying that uh, that I bought Sight Unseen uh, two Christmases ago. Sylveon dressed as one of the three kings of Orient are. Uh, and it's it's one of the best things that I've yeah. ever done we in my life. we put it out every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we do, yeah. yes. It's, it's one of the best... Just, Sylveon, just like as, as Belshazzar, man, just like it's one—it's it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. Side note: like most of our, a lot of our Christmas decorations this year were Pokemon. We had a Pokemon advent calendar, and then uh, right. a bunch of Pokemon stuffies. Uh, yeah. A Pikachu as Father Christmas is a is a, is a great one yeah. because he has a little beard. Yeah. Like if it's like not like not like it's on him. Like it's a fake beard that you can like move up and down. Yeah. And there's something about the idea of Pikachu being like. I have to get my costume ready. Yeah. You know, that just, he, it like, really adds. It, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he's, <laughs> he's like, I have to do this for the children. Pika Pika. You know, like that's, you know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, Evie's my choice in Umbreon. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, definitely solid choices. Josh, do I even have to ask? No, I'm, I'm going to be the most basic of all. Pikachu's mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> of course. Um, but I, like I said, I mean, Pikachu at this point for, for me, like if I have, if people know anything about me at this point, it's that Josh loves Pikachu. That's true. You know, there's mm-hmm. like there, there might be a few other things, but Josh loves Pikachu's in the top five. Like to the point, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's about it. Yeah, and to the, to the point that you know people bring me Pikachu's. Like when I was when I when I had my last church, uh, randomly a lady was in Universal Studios and they were selling a Pikachu beanie, and she bought it sight unseen and brought it back to me. You know, because she's, when she saw Pikachu, she thought of Josh. Yeah. And all the little kids at, at church would bring me Burger King toys because when they saw Pikachu, they thought of Josh. Uh, when uh, my cousin and uh, and his wife went on a vacation and I watched the house for them, they came back and brought me the Build-A-Bear Pikachu. <laughs> so like at this that. point, and I've, and, and I've had a Pikachu hanging from my rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now four straight cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's a, it, it's just, it's just part, it, it's just part and parcel of who I, who I am. And I'll tell you a funny story. So in the first, in the first game, once again, going all the way back to that first game, when you get Pikachu, Pikachu's not great in the first game. In fact, Pikachu's really useless in the first game, which is kind of sad. Uh, 
I think that's the entire reason I made Pokemon Yellow, in my opinion, because of how bad Pikachu is in the first game. And so you have an opportunity to evolve Pikachu with a Thunderstone, which I did in the first in the first game. I want to stress that. Could you? I want to stress that. So then you do that, and like I said, all this stuff is hitting at the same time. <laughs> so the anime three weeks later is this extremely stirring anime. That's like this moral issue of will Ash evolve Pikachu into Raichu to win the badge. And there's this moment where Pikachu is bandaged up in a hospital bed. Oh my God, that's know, right. And Ash is holding the Thunderstone and they're discussing, will they do it? You know, will, will they or and won't they? And, and the whole time I'm sitting there going, what have I done? <laughs> so to this day, to this day, I will. I've played every game since. I will not evolve Pikachu. I don't care what happens. They've kind of fixed it. Pikachu now is just really good offensively and really bad defensively. Mm. Uh, and you can get like a, a Volt Tackle, which is just a dominant yeah. uh, attack of Pikachu. And I don't think you can get that for Raichu. Uh, but I wouldn't know because I've never evolved into Raikyu ever oh, again. Man. Even when they did the Raikyu on the surfboard, which was, in my opinion, an entire, like, the whole point of that was to tell a bunch of kids that were scarred by Raikyu, hey, Raikyu's actually okay. I still didn't evolve Raikyu. Heck uh, Raikyu. Yeah, heck Raikyu. Heck Raikyu, <laughs> yeah. man. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. So even so, even if you get a second Pikachu, still no, no you just, don't, you don't just you'll just have six Pikachus before you no, have I one right here. You know. I got gotcha. you. Hey, I I, I get I didn't it. involved in Pokemon Go. I just I, I finally caught Raikus. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like someone else made this mistake, so yeah, I'll exactly. take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, he you're right. He was in the wild. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Jenny. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Just saying. <laughs> You need a Thunderstone, so, so uh, unless Pikachu went and found a Thunderstone, someone did that to that Pikachu. It still wasn't a true, you know. Okay. Which is actually even sadder because then, because then he either escaped or they left him, and so then when Josh found him, he had a, he had a new and happy home. So there Aww. we go. So look at that. What happened to Ash's Charmander, and it worked out okay for him. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> So my my personal favorites, um, like I said, I I got in pretty late, like Gen Four, um, and I'm still upset because I still don't have one on Pokemon Go. Um, but I'm rocking the shirt. Um, Lucario is my favorite Pokemon. I have always loved Lucario. Um, Lucario is one of those that once again, just since the first time I saw him or her, um, was just immediately I was like, I need, I I I, I love that Pokemon. Um, the first time I actually saw Lucario was in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, um, where Lucario actually took the place, uh, kind of, they're, they're very different characters, but supposedly Lucario was the one taking the place of Mewtwo in that version of Super Smash Brothers. Um, <clears throat> and I just fell in love with Lucario. Lucario is just a great character, very fun to play in Smash Brothers, um, but also a fantastic Pokemon as well. Um... Uh, they're typically a fighting steel type, um, one of the two, um, depending on what, how you have, how you level them up, and really kind of them on. Um, aura, aura sphere, and aura punch are like two of the most dominant moves in the entire game because they basically break everything. Um, like, re like re reflect ain't doing nothing. We've we've got we've got aura punch, you know, just. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, that's I just I've always loved Lucario, um, and I can't wait to get another Lucario in the in the next in the next re-release of uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so now with this next one, <clears throat> I I'm actually going to start on this next one because I'm going to give you all some time to think. Okay, because in the next one, I'm going to ask you what do you think is the most underrated Pokemon? Because when it comes to, because I mentioned, you know, talking about, you know, the, the, how there's 800 of them. You know, everyone has a favorite, you know. But there's always a few that you're just like, I don't know why I love them or why I really always have to have them in my party. Oh my god, you're going to talk about Tangela, aren't you? <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Are you really going to talk about Tangela? That's your, that's your underrated Pokemon? <laughs> well, I guess. Well, I suppose not now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to, I'll die on this hill. Yes. Tangela is one of my favorite Pokemon ever. I love Tangela so much. Um, Tangela is just a, he's this little blue Pokemon just made of blue vines and he's got sneakers. He's the only Pokemon that wears sneakers, which is great. You know, just, it's like awesome. It's, is there another Pokemon that wears sneakers? No, you can't yeah. because Tangela stole them all from everyone else. He and he's like, I'm taking all the sneakers, you know, even, even Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan were like, Hey, where are our sneakers? And Tangela was just like, haha, I took them all using Vine Whip. And yeah, rude to me. I well, Tangle is the best. That's that's the bottom line. That's that's where we're at here. Is Tangle is okay. okay, and uh, yeah. So so that's that's where that's where I'm leaving this out on. Um, Chase, who and who is your who is your pick for underrated uh, Pokemon? Oh wait, the chase, the chase might have froze there. I, on I hope he froze. Skype, possibility. Either that, or he is just staring intently at us. <laughs> um, one of the two. Chase left. Okay, we're gonna try and get him back. And in the meantime, though, uh, Al, who is your uh, who is your most favorite underrated Pokemon? Yes, you. Yes, you need to turn your mic back on, though. Just heads up. Okay, am I back? Yes, you are. Okay, oh man, we're having having all kinds of of techie issues going on tonight. Okay, um, so uh, when I think of underrated Pokemon, there's one that comes immediately to mind, and it was actually a Pokemon whose introduction I um, I missed out on. Um, I believe it was introduced in Gen 5, um, which was one I did not play. Um, but um, um, it's one that is looked down upon, uh, both in-universe and in real life. Um, it's one that offers a lot, of it, a lot of advantages, especially as the franchise has kind of evolved and added more stuff. And I'll explain why. Because in Gen 6... Uh, I guess the people over at Pokemon and Game Freak were just like, you know what, Dragon type is is way too OP. Uh, we're gonna release a new type. You know, we're gonna release the Fairy type, you know, very strong type. We're gonna assign it to a bunch of of older Pokemon who are kind of lacking 
in some areas and give them a type advantage, new buff, you know. So they gave some love to the fairy and all that. Um, and fairy type um, came on the scene and it was a new era. I mean, it changed everything. Um, however, there's a couple really important uh, type advantages to take down the Juggernaut, which is fairy type. One of those is the poison type. Mm-hmm. And when I think of poison types, they've had a long history, long tradition in Pokemon. But when I think of a poison type now, I think of the little pile of garbage. <laughs> my head cannon is that the garbage got thrown out so violently and so hatefully that it internalized that hate and gained sentience mm. from that traumatic experience and became a trubbish. Mm. And trubbish is the most <laughs> delightful thing in this game. Uh, in this universe, in everything. Uh, it evolves into the beautiful Arbidor, uh, which was a, a mainstay on my team whenever I picked up Gen 8. Um, it carried me through uh, the fairy-type gym entirely. Uh, I just ran through that gym with my trashy buddy. Um, and from now on, every... Every Pokemon game I'll ever play again, I'll probably have a Trebuchet and Garbodor on my team. Because that that little guy, I mean, I wish I could give him a hug. I really do. You just want to give the big pile of garbage a hug? I would, be, <laughs> I would be very stinky, but it'd be okay. Because you know what? Some of us know how it feels to be a pile of garbage who wants a hug. And, so, and that way... And that way, I will always have a special spot in my heart for, for, for Trubbish. For Trubbish and Garbodor. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Chase, uh, uh, Chase, I see, I see, we've got you back. Sorry about that. I, I don't know kind of what happened there. We kind of lost you for a second. Um, I, I, I have to apologize. I'm not sure where you cut out at. We were talking about uh, most underrated Pokemon, like Pokemon that we love that don't get as much love. Um, my choice was Tangela, which it was proven because Josh and Jenny immediately <laughs> were both like, really, Tangela's going to be your choice? And then um, Al gave us a wonderful little speech about Trubbish and Garbodor, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're wonderful because that's what we're discussing here. Um, so Chase, with no judgment, um, who is your <laughs> who is your pick for your favorite underrated Pokemon? Yeah, so I, I think I missed like the second half of your your discourse and the first half of Al's. So I, yeah. I knew you went with Tangela. I knew Jenny and Josh were rude to you and uh, <laughs> were rude to Tangela. And oh, Tangela, an apology. Oh, um, okay. and, and I heard Al, and uh, I mean, I feel like I need to go hug my trash can now. I feel kind of bad. Uh, so, yes. Uh, all right, uh, I would... I have a bonus one. I might wait until Jenny and Josh give theirs for the bonus one. Just I don't think either of them is going to pick it, but just in case. Um, but for me, I don't think anyone uh, craps on this Pokemon too much. But one that I don't, uh, I don't know if anyone noticed it was in my uh, list of 18 favorite ones is Kadabra. 
So um, along nice. the lines of Al said he would teach his Typhlosion Earthquake and some other things. Like I feel I think Typhlosion can learn Solar Beam and all sorts of weird stuff. So um, I often uh, also to go along with Al, I probably played 500 plus hours of Pokemon Gold. So I wasn't quite on that crystal level, but we were in the same generation putting in tons of hours. So regardless if I was Gen 1 or Gen 2, I would frequently try to catch an Abra, which was elusive in the first place. So if you didn't catch it early, uh, you had to, at least my process was to put it to sleep and then try to catch it. Otherwise, it would just teleport away and you'd be like, ah, I want that thing and it's gone. Uh, so you had to go through the process of getting it and then there was also the extra hindrance of Kadabra evolves into Alakazam except in the games no it doesn't because you have to trade it for it to evolve into Alakazam mm -hmm. uh, so I never had because um, again this is pre-internet dominating video games I needed a link cable to connect my Game Boy with someone else's Game Boy and I did not have said link cable. So I never had an Alakazam until like 2015, uh, late in uh, my childhood, which I was 20 by then. Uh, <laughs> I had a Kadabra, and he is capable via TM of learning Ice Punch, Thunder Punch, and Fire Punch. And of course, as a psychic type, he would know psychic. So I would just have this... Um, uh, I'll let, if there are any swear words here, I'll let Jenny say her hex and stuff. So I had this B.A. Kadabra that had Psychic and all of these different punch moves that I would just take my Kadabra and beat the Elite Four with my Kadabra, and that was it. I didn't need another Pokemon. Kadabra just went ham on those people. Uh, so I, I just wanted to give love to Kadabra because some people probably exploited that too, but that was kind of my like niche thing of I am the Kadabra Master, I don't need Alakazam. My Kadabra is just that cool. Fantastic pick. Absolutely. I always love that. That entire like, evolution tree, though, does, I just love all three of those. Just all three of them are great. Um, Jenny, who, who, is, who is... Actually, yeah, Jenny, who's your pick? Huh? Huh? Uh, probably Netheran. And I don't feel like anybody like, no, hates No, that's not... That, that's, that's fair, yeah. But um, I, I even like... Um, discover Nidoran and Nidorina until, I think I'm saying that right, until Pokemon Go, because I just wasn't, uh, but I, I remember hunting with Chase, and I would call them chicks and dudes. Do you remember that thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he literally <laughs> just said chicks, you know, yeah. Just... Because, like, I, I was like, I'm going to butcher the name, so I just said a chick and a dude, because there's, you know, those are two Pokemon that very clearly have, you know, different um, genders. Uh, genders, yeah. They aren't, um, gender fluid i guess but mm. um so yeah i really love them and i love the and i love their evolutions and they're just so cute so i just really loved finding those and for a while they like popped up everywhere at night around here i don't know like they were they were great we, we were just a nest for all the nidorans <laughs> yes yes so um again i don't know if anybody like considers them underrated i just never hear anybody talk about them so That's, no you're, but you're i mean knit a queen is like a boss mm-hmm well, like, she, she is aptly named. Yeah, she is the queen. She is queen. She's a mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, mm -hmm. yeah, love her. So, Josh, your choice? Yeah, I think I'll probably have the most obscure one, but mm -hmm. in my opinion, this this guy carried me through Pokemon Black, uh, and that's Mana, who turns into Masharna. 
Um, so if you don't know this, basically what happens in Pokemon Black at one point, they force you to get a psychic Pokemon. Uh, and the first one you can get is this little floating blob called Mana. And it's literally, it looks like a, it looks like a demented Kirby, really is what it looks like. <laughs> and it's, it's a You mean like more so than he already is? Yeah. Like, yeah okay, so, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like this floating blob, and it evolves into Musharna, which honestly is kind of has like it, the the design is a little disturbing because it almost looks like he has an umbilical cord. Oh, um, yeah, it's a little weird, it's okay. a little strange. I, I don't know if that's what they're going for, but we all start looking at Musharna. <laughs> but this no, no, that's very that's very real. If they were a Pokemon that were like a Bloodborne boss. It'd be Musharna. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> but the thing about Mana and Musharna is they're, they're dream Pokemon, and you don't know what that means when you get Mana. Because Mana is, when you're evolving oh Mana, <laughs> when you're evolving Mana, it's a very basic Pokemon. It's a basic psychic Pokemon. It's like, yeah, I know, I know. It's, but, but I love this thing. It's a very basic psychic Pokemon. You learn psychic confusion, you know, and just the basic attacks. And Aww. once Musharna comes into play... Once Musharna comes into play, all of a sudden you learn Yawn, which in and of itself is not that weird. And then later you learn Dream Eater. And Yawn and Dream Eater, if you know anything about, and I'm a big guy, I love status effects in Pokemon. Always try to have some Pokemon that can do status effects. And Yawn and Dream Eater is a, like, talk, like Case talking about, you know, uh, uh, Kadabra carrying him through the Elite Four. Uh, Yawn and Dream Eater will carry you through a lot because if you don't know what happens, it's basically Dream Eater is an attack that can only happen when a Pokemon's asleep and it does massive damage uh, while the Pokemon is asleep. And so when you're taking on, you know, I mean, at this point, when you're taking on uh, what in typically would be like hardcore normal Pokemon, like you know, everyone talks about Mill Tank, so we use that one. Well, if you can put Mill Tank to sleep and hit hit Mill Tank with a Dream Eater, it's pretty much done. Um, and so I, I that that was the I, and thing was like and I played Pokemon Black late. I had no clue who Mana or Masharna was, and I carried them all the way through. It's from my point I got them, they never left my party. Uh, and there's a lot of cool Pokemon in, in Gen Five, but that one stayed with me. And even I remember when I evolved, I was like, "Oh, this is gross," but like, yeah, I'm gonna keep it because it's it's dominant, you know. But like, it's it really is a disturbing design. I don't know why they went with that. I think it's supposed to mimic a baby asleep in a womb. I think that's what they're trying to go for, but it just doesn't. Well, I actually I don't think so. Um, I think that what we have been thinking was, uh, as you have said, an umbilical cord. Um, is actually like a dream itself that is escaping from the Musharna. Okay. Because because uh, oh, Muspecta, which is apparently the third evolution that came out in Sword and Shield. Uh, no, Al, you're sticking you're sticking with the classical. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, no, that's an umbilical cord. You can't fool me. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, and, and I see I see it on there, like what you're talking about. But in Pokemon Black, it looks like. No, I mean it looks. Yeah, yeah no, it looks like, like that. You're, what you're saying is definitely like fair. I'm just saying like when when it's sitting up, it doesn't. Yeah, look I agree, as, yeah. and I, I like that a little better. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but that's you know, not that's not how you see her though. That's not how so you see I get it. Black, I get it. No. I get mm. it. So mm. yeah, well, you believe anything you need to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, though. Uh, yeah, gonna 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 oh. stick with uh, Musharna. Okay. Uh, I, I enjoy it. Uh, 
Musharna, even if uh, she is somewhat horrifying. That's a deep cut, man. That like is it. a deep cut. Yeah, like that's it. that's a good one, though. That is a good one. I don't think she's in Go yet. Uh, that's actually what I was pulling up. Actually, was they were talking about uh, adding uh, Muna and Mancharna, I believe. Um, I think should be coming out soon because we got the fifth starters already, right? And go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I know they're kind of slowly bringing out like the different generations. Like, it's not like dropping them all at once the way they did with the first uh, three. Um, which, speaking of which, <clears throat> that actually leads to um, to my next question. You know, or to our next kind of topic of discussion. So, 2016 was uh, something of an occasional, occasionally uh, divisive year. Um, but there was one thing, one thing that united pretty much, at, at the very least, all of, I know for a fact, uh, Kentucky. Um, and I'm pretty sure the rest of the world as well. And now, th- that is five years later. Um, but of course, I'm talking about Pokemon Go. Five years, um, man. Five That's years. Crazy. As you even have it pulled up right I now. I do. You I, know? I've, I've been casually looking at it as we discuss mm-hmm. things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's and it's crazy. I, I remember when, I remember I was working at, at a restaurant at the time, and uh, there were there were people talking about the possibility of this game being a thing. Um, about a, like a few months before it came out, and they were talking about, you know, oh, you're going to be able to like find Pokemon like in real, and like, out in the real world and like virtual reality and everything and and but they didn't say virtual reality at first so i was like they're they're making pokemon they're like that's they're, they're releasing them like <laughs> like this is what area 51 was the entire time who knew um which for the record oh my gosh if that happens i'm so ready like i'm so ready um but they were talking about that and i and I had actually written it off because I was like, there's no way that game is going to work. Like, once it comes out, it's not going to have, like, the proper licensing. The, 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 the servers won't be there. It's not going to – it's, it's going to be too big. They're, it's, it's not going to work out that well. Um, I wasn't totally wrong about the servers, but they did fix that. <laughs> um, because I remember getting off of work at, like, 8 or 9 at night, going to a park – uh, here in town with you, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Pikachu in Al's house, apparently. Um, Skitty in mine. No, okay, gotcha. Look at that. <laughs> um, Chase meeting up with us, and then we basically uh, did Pokemon hunting around that park for roughly five hours. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is like, now you might be thinking, like, okay, like, well, these three weirdos were just going to a random park and we're looking for Pokemon and we're just walking around. Nope. There was, like, a herd of people, like, going around this park and, like, talking to each other, like, hey... Uh, there's a uh, oh, there's an Arbok over here. You know, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's all go get it. You know, or stuff like that. Yeah, helping um, each other out and everything. Like it was, was super friendly. It was really cool. We actually met like a couple of people, like people, like, like friends, like friends yeah. just because of Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, it's honestly the safest I've ever felt in this town, too. So. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, uh, Chase, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with with the game uh, with, with with Pokemon Go and kind of. Getting getting involved with it and uh, and really how how has it changed? Have you constantly been a player for the past five years, so on and so forth? Well, uh, yeah. So I worked at that restaurant with you. I remember catching Pidgeys in the kitchen of that restaurant. Of uh, that was fun. 
Um, I also, I, <laughs> as you were saying, people being like, hey, there's an Arbok over there. Uh, I remember, I, I'm almost certain it was us as a group standing together. And then we saw uh, probably like 50 people sprint across the park. Yes. And we were just like, what is going on? And people were like, there's a Vaporeon! <laughs> and, I mean, this was w definitely within the first week of the game because I remember clicking on the Vaporeon and the circle around Vaporeon was red. And I was like, oh no, how do I catch it? It is difficult. Um, I don't even remember if I caught it, but I specifically remember that Vaporeon. So, yeah, it it's definitely something gosh i mean i'm sure all of us feel the same way it it didn't sweep over every individual person in the world but i feel like it swept over just about every geographic area yeah. uh, like where we live is not like a metropolis of people and there were i mean some events probably had like hundreds of people at places and it was wild to see um and it was one of those things of i remember um I went out probably that first night with you all at the park, came back to my house, and my roommates were like, uh, so how was everything? I was like, it was packed, and they did not believe me. And then the next time we went to the park, I was like, they're all Pokemon people. <laughs> like, I, I guarantee you, almost everyone with their phone in their hand right now is catching a Pokemon. Uh, it, it really did take over, and it was, um, like with every community, there's going to be some negativity, but most of it came out very positive. People worked together. It kind of had the intended effect, and it did not 100% dissipate. It was something that I, I truly thought, okay, this, this is blowing my mind, how many people have come together to do this. And then um, a month passed, and then multiple months passed, and a year passed, and people were still doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I definitely know that Pokemon Go has faded a little bit out of popularity, so there are certainly people that started doing it who have quit. Um, like, all of my college friends and roommates did it. Some of them probably through peer pressure from me, if we're being honest. Uh, <laughs> but some of them, like... It's fun, I, especially they've added friends on there. So actually last night I got a gift on Pokemon Go from one of my college friends. And I got this rush of enjoyment. Of, she got back on. That's so cool. And she yeah. sent me a gift. How sweet of her. Uh, so it, while it has dissipated, I still see people out doing it quite a bit. Um, it was a great experience for me, especially, I mean, as much as our town right now uh, has a decent market for it i was in college when it came out so i um after the summer passed and i went back to school i went to lexington for the university of kentucky and that was just I'm, i remember sending you all a screenshot just be like y'all i can see no less than 30 pokestops from my apartment yes, um, like it it was just a beautiful thing to behold and I would walk around town or I would go to the Arboreum or whatever and catch a bunch of Pokemon, uh, get my steps in. There was a while where I was getting into running, so I would just throw on Pokemon Go so I could hatch those eggs and run around the Arboretum, uh, catch some Pokemon, spend some stops on the way. Uh, and yeah, so while my play has dipped a little bit, it is still an app I have on my phone. I've never stopped playing. Uh, I'm still enthused by the idea but uh, more than anything else i was just thrilled with 
Um, I mean, I was already friends with you all, but that probably just forced me to hang out with you all more. So just the relationships and it actually brought legitimate good times to my life. Uh, I'm very thankful for that app. It was great. It was a long-winded explanation, but yeah. No, you're you're perfectly fine. No, you're because you're you're absolutely correct. Because I I remember I remember sitting on a bench with you and uh, and um, that's awesome. Actually, um, I remember sitting on a bench with you and just asking you different questions because once again, like I said, I I knew Gen Four pretty well because that was the first like game that I played. And then I knew bits and pieces of Gen 1, bits and pieces of Gen 2. So, like, which, for the record, I know more now, by the way, guys. But at that point, you know, like, five years ago, like, I would ask you, like, these random questions. Of, like, I think at one point I did ask you, like, so, like, how long before we get a Cyndaquil in this, you know? Or have you seen a Cyndaquil? And then you were like, no, Jacob, we're, we're not going to get a Cyndaquil yet. Like, maybe one day, you know, they just brought the app out. So they just had the 151 right now. Um you know, and that's just, I, I don't know, man. Like, that's just, there, there was something different about it. There really was um, just something really special. Um, and, and, you're, and, and it, yes, it has dipped a little bit, even for myself. Um, I know that poor, poor Al, every once in a while, like, he'll get on like, every, like, two months or so and be like, Jacob sent you a gift. And then I I don't think it's elation. I, I think it's like how long, how long before he leaves it again, you know, or something like that at this point. Um between how long it is before I send a gift, you know, or I'm actually playing. Um, but Jenny, what are your, uh, uh, even as you're playing it, um, what has your experience with Pokemon Go been like? I mean, yeah, very similar uh, to Chase, I'd say. It was a really cool social interaction and uh, this bonding moment for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just have so many good memories of us just staying out hours and hours uh, talking about Pokemon and everything, really, while we just caught stuff. Um yeah, and it's just been just a crazy phenomenon ever since. And the community, like, yeah, it's died off, but, like, it's strong enough to where there is a Pokemon festival, yeah. which I really want to go to. And uh, they have it every year. I don't think they did it last year, obviously, but uh, I think it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because uh, Niantic, um, or I'm assuming it's Niantic, they uh, they set up, like, um, Pokestops along, like, the certain parts of the festival, and then obviously, like, uh, you'll you'll have access to different Pokemon, um, like, legendaries and stuff, apparently. That's what I've heard. Uh, <laughs> never been, so I don't know, but, um, but yeah, that's, like, a goal of mine. I think all that was all possible because of Pokemon Go, obviously, and, mm. uh, yeah, man, I love it. Uh, me and, uh, I actually, there was a date I went on, uh, last week, and he suggested Pokemon Go as a date, and it was... It's a really good idea for people out there that yeah. are in a dating scene. So, <laughs> if you want a second date? Suggest Pokemon Go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know that, that's yeah. kind of that, that's how it works. You know, Josh, what, were, what was your what was your experience after? Um, what was your experience with Pokemon Go later on in the t- life cycle of the app? Because I know when it first came out. I don't even out, know if I want to talk about Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is a cruel mistress. Uh, uh-huh. by a cruel god. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he has a very different experience than all of us. <laughs> I, when, when po- I, I remember when Pokemon Go launched. Uh, you know, like I was, I was living in a in a little farming community uh, in Mercer County, and uh, and I remember like I, I I didn't I didn't do 
I didn't go out or do anything. And I remember Jenny, Jenny would always, I think she was kind of worried about me. She was like, hey, you should try Pokemon Go. I said, you love Pokemon. And I was like, I will try Pokemon <laughs> Go. I'm going to try it out. It's going to be great. And so you launch it in a farming community and you get nothing at all. I mean, at all. And I'm getting all these nice pictures, and Jenny and Jake are like, we found three squirtles tonight and everything. <laughs> and I remember there was one there was one place in, in town, in Harrodsburg, the fort in Harrodsburg, that had a Pokestop. And I would go there, and I would sit in the car at the Pokestop for hours, just <laughs> waiting for anything. And I remember at Zubats. one point... Yeah, but yeah, Zubats. Well, I, I remember there was that song that was like, let's do the Pokey Rap. You know, and it, and it went, Pidgey, Pidgey, Weedle, Weedle, Ratatat, Ratatat, Pidgey. You remember that? Yeah. That was, that was my life. Okay, that, that's what you got. And, uh, and but I remember a squirtle appeared. And, I, and I'll never forget this. I threw three Pokeballs at it and it ran away on me. And yeah. I just got on Facebook and did this evil rant. <laughs> about how horrible this game was and it just like how horrific everything was about this game and and it was just this cruel like joke because i didn't know anybody that liked pokemon as much as me and and it was just it was it was just bad i will say there was this one really cool moment though bef- right before uh right before i left and uh where we found out because the i guess the for lack of a better term, the algorithm of Pokemon Go is based upon people, like how many people are using their cell phones or using the cell phone at the, at the time. Um, and so we, we found this one community that was like a suburb and all of, and like I'm saying like me and a couple of my friends show up there because we had been told like you can do really good here. And there was probably, you know, 50, 50 people rocking through the suburb trying to catch <laughs> Pokemon. Which I'm, which I, I would, I've always assumed, really threw off the you know seventy and eighty year old people living in the suburb because that's <laughs> that's who it all was. Um, but we we I'll never forget. I caught a Jigglypuff there, and I thought like, well, this is the height. <laughs> this is as good as it's going to get because I'll never catch anything else. And then I remember when I got fired, like I was looking for, um, looking for like silver linings. And one of my silver linings was, well, I can play Pokemon Go in a place where there's actually Pokemon. And then I get here and it's even worse because, you know, like, I've, I've played with Chase. I'll never forget. Chase said at one point was like, I think you have a self-defeating prophecy. You know, <laughs> because we would do these, we would do these raids and all of, all three of you would get the Pokemon and I won it. You know, like, yeah, exactly. It, it becomes funny, but like, it's not funny. No, it would get you know? awkward sometimes. Yeah, like, it, 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 and we it was really we, awkward because... We would just stay silent when we would catch it. Exactly, just... exactly. So so every single one of y'all would catch you and put, like, your, your third ball, and I'm in the back just go, just swearing. Yeah. And I'm being like... I mean, I'm doing, like, you know, Martin Lawrence from Bad Boys swearing. You know, like, like just getting angrier and angrier, and then just, like, just feeling, like, the tension in the car. Because now if I don't get it, I'm not only letting myself down... I'm letting the whole group down. <laughs> the whole group is rooting for me, you know, like like they're rooting for somebody in T-ball uh, to uh, to catch a Pokemon. Uh, I mean that that was that was a that that is one of the 
that that will always be my Pokemon Go memory. And by the way, Chase, it, it hasn't improved much, just so you know. I know. Um, there was a time period where I'm actually forgetting what the Pokemon was, <laughs> but I noticed um, you had told me that you missed a big Pokemon on a raid. And uh, because you and I are friends on Pokemon Go, I could see what your most recently po caught Pokemon was. And that was your most recently caught Pokemon for like five months. And I was like, this poor guy has been defeated by the game. He is just <laughs> not playing anymore because he missed his Pokemon on the raid. Um, and I mean, this is one of those things that I maybe to some people would sound like a bit like, oh yeah, Josh sucks at Pokemon Go. That's weird. Um, somehow this was true. <laughs> it was every <laughs> raid, everything we did. It got to the point, like, I would not tell him whether or not I caught it. It's like, um, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you did, but I also don't know if I did, because that's, uh, I feel bad. I remember we caught, uh, we all caught at the same time. Oh my lord, I'm losing. I'm so angry at Pokemon mm -hmm. Go. I'm forgetting what's Groudon's counterpart. Uh, Kyogre. Yeah, we all caught Kyogre at the same time. In fact, just for fun, they gave me a shiny Kyogre. Still got it. So I remember that. Okay, and then we went on several raids because they were doing. It's when the, it was a raid day. Yeah, it was raid day. We went on several raids, and Groudon. Oh, I didn't get through. Okay, well I'll get it eventually. And I think mm -hmm. we went on like six raids, and y'all were just stacking. Yeah. The ground on, <laughs> on, you know, and I just could not get one. It, it, I just, yeah. And we'd always be like, well, we can, well, when they did uh, introduce we trading, can trade, we, we can, can trade. trade. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was just <laughs> like that. You can't, you can't trade. No. right? You, you can. can. It just takes a lot of um, stardust, stardust yeah. and a very yeah. high friend level. Yeah. And yeah. a high level itself. And you guys are always like 10 level ahead of me. Mm -hmm. It was just sad. It's just really sad. I, what, what really like like the worst part about that one like that one was the one that broke you but like the week before was or like the week before or like a couple weeks before was when they were doing all five legendary birds um mm -hmm. in in the raids at the time and we were like well we can finish out because the only ones we had at the time we had lugia and I think you and I had both gotten Zapdos at the time. Zapdos, yeah. And then we needed, like, Moltres. We need Moltres and uh, uh, Articuno. Articuno. Articuno and... Um, uh oh, oh. Hello. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, we, like, traveled for those. That we did. Yeah. We did. Um, we went all across, all across this town. Just looking. Just, because I wasn't and driving everybody yet. was out, too. So, like, even if, like, we didn't realize it was a Pokestop, everybody that was, like, in the circles, we were like, yeah. oh, okay, stop there. There's, yeah. Like, you, like, it, it, it was kind of, like... Going to like the the pokey stops that weren't in like a park were were kind of weird because like you would go like to like these corners of yeah. like a street and then there would just be like four parked cars just and no one's talking to each other no one's getting out and so like every once in a while you're just like am I about to get mugged or am I about to catch a hoa what's a, what's gonna happen here guys you know um, maybe both maybe both yeah who knows um, but I remember. It was me, you, and Josh in the car because you were driving. Because I wasn't even driving. That's how long ago this was. I wasn't even driving yet. And Josh was in the back seat. And you and I both caught Ho -Oh at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And I think I even got shiny that time. I remember just being very quiet, just, just, just waiting, just count, just counting, 
counting the pokeballs because 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 he he was like I got eleven and I was and I was like okay he got eleven and he said he said it just like that too by the way I got eleven okay and, and so I'm just sitting there. And like I'm counting it like, like like someone would count like the shots of, of a gun like, like before they have to reload. <laughs> like I'm I'm just like okay that was that was his third one okay all right he's he's got more chances you know, and I'm pretty sure you didn't get it on that one. No the be- the best the best part of that day is we ran to uh, Josh and Bethany. So then there was so, so then there oh, was yes. then there was four people and they're that like were the stressed. elite. They're the elites too, but then of course, but the, the, but Josh says, "Well, how are you doing today?" And he's always positive. I'm like, "I'm not doing well at all, Josh." Okay, I've been to five raids. I haven't caught a single bird. So then we do that raid, and like, and then so so now I've got four people that once again, all of them catch it in a like in the first three, mm-hmm. you know, pokeballs, and I'm just sitting there like, and and then and then they're all just like like rooting for me, like you know. You know, like you know, you, you're, you're going to do it. You're going to do it, champ. Come on, slugger, you got this. What grace you know. has given me, let it pass to exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that game. Yeah, that, that game. It's, it's irresponsible. It really is. <laughs> Al, what 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 has been your experience of Pokemon Go? Like? <laughs> is, is it? I I, I kind of wanted to get Josh's out of the because I knew what Josh was going to be like, and so Al, I know that you. You were already living in Lexington at the time, weren't you, when the game came out? So you've pretty much always been in a city where Pokemon was pretty solid, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. The um uh the Pokemon Go community um in Lexington um is still really good and is still really strong. Um I haven't been playing it this last year um as much as I had been the years before, just because this last year was insane but um but um i remember the day it came out um i was living um i just gotten out of college and i had just moved to lexington and i was with um three other roommates um in our apartment um and my roommate harry came home and like i had heard about the pokemon go game that was upcoming and like I didn't really keep up with it very much because I didn't really understand exactly how it was going to work. And like, I didn't have any games on my phone at that point. And Harry came home from work and I was just like, Al, it's live. And I was just like, okay, like I'll download it. Like I'll see what it's all about. And then it came up and it was just like, choose your starter. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is like really a Pokemon game. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll choose my starter. And then, like, I caught a couple of other things and got through the tutorials and stuff. Um, and I was vibing with it. I was chilling. Um, and then my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, um, she came over and we told her about it. And she hadn't really played Pokemon before, but she was just like, okay, I'll give it a try. And, like, within a half hour of all of this, I'm downloading the game. We went out to the Arboretum um, and played for, like, three hours until our phones died. And the next day, uh, my roommates and I went to Best Buy to buy portable batteries to keep our phones charged so that we could continue playing (laughs) the very next day. Um, And it was wild. I remember that first year, especially that first, like, six 
months or so. Uh, the release of Pokemon Go m- had made Pokemon as close to as big and pervasive as it had been in like the 90s and early 2000s. Like it wasn't quite at that scale because I don't think anything will ever get to the scale that Pokemon was in the 90s and early 2000s. But I mean, it was it was everywhere. And um, while the popularity of the game has died down a little bit and the player base has died down a little bit, it's still wildly popular. Um, I'm looking at the numbers right now. It's still the fifth highest grossing app um, overall. And like, honestly, I'm surprised it isn't higher than five. That's not games. Um, that's just apps in general, correct? That's just apps in general. Yeah. Oh, oh crap. Um, and that's and that's with a, I mean that's with a release window that's shorter than the other four apps in the top five because it came out in July of 2016, um, and uh, the other ones came out at least a full year uh, beforehand, if not way afterwards. Um, or way before. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a revolution. It was crazy. Um, and, you know, I play some now. Um, I don't keep up with it um, very often, but um, I still play now. I still have it on my phone. Um, and I remember <laughs> one of the saddest I've ever seen my wife be. Uh, one of the times it was the saddest she's ever been is when she switched phones and the account transfer glitched and didn't go through. And she lost a good, like, two and a half years of Pokemon Go progress. And she was so defeated. She started up a new account because that was, like, the primary thing we did when we hung out when we were dating was go to the park and play Pokemon Go together. So she started up a new account. But that was the most (laughs) destroyed... I've ever seen a human being <laughs> was when she lost her. Yeah, no, like I'm. It was rough. It was rough. But um, no, that game's crazy. I mean, it's it's just an insane event that's happened in the last five years was the release of Pokemon Go. It's crazy. I don't think we'll ever get um, an app release uh, that even comes close to it ever again. It's funny, I just keep having these flashbacks of memories from it. Yeah. And, like, um, I was thinking about, because, like, for a while, every time we got off work, it was just kind of assumed we were going to go to Smothers. Mm -hmm. Um, But on those rare nights, we wouldn't, like, uh, because at the time, most of us all worked together. And so, like, uh, me and Jacob would get home, and, like, we'd be exhausted from work, whatever, and we'd just pull up our app just to see what was, like, you know, around us. And, like, we'd see that shadow. And I remember, ex- like, explicitly, I was seeing a Snorlax nearby. Do you remember mm, this? Yes, and we, I like, did, yeah. we were dead tired, but we got up. Get and, the car. <laughs> we got to get to the Snorlax. I, I think I might have texted Chase and was like, hey, dude. There's dude, a I don't know what to do. Nearby. There's Snorlax somewhere. Yeah. You know? I, like, we think- I drove out to where you all were to find the Snorlax. Yeah. I remember and I think that but I definitely remember a Snorlax. That's like the biggest one in my memory. Mm. But yeah, like mm. yeah, that was good times. Good times. It's, <laughs> it's it's wild the things that game like would just like inspire you to do. 
Because like I, I remember the first apartment uh, where I lived when that game came out was like not in the best area in town. And like when that app came out, because it used to be you could track the Pokemon around you with like the f- footsteps and stuff. And the shadow of a either showed up on my phone one day, like shortly after release. And like before I realized what I was doing, I was just out wandering this pretty <laughs> sketchy part of town, just on foot trying to find where the cider was. And yeah. I had a moment of where I'm just like, like I could die right now. Like that could totally happen, but like I'm going to die with a cider. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. I definitely walked into people's yards pushing boundaries of trespassing. Yeah. Of like, I'm not going to walk too close to your house, but I I think there's a Pokemon there. And uh, <laughs> if there is, I would like it. I mean no harm to you. Oh, man. I... You know, it's 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 funny because my I think my favorite memory of Pokemon Go, just the one that every once in a while I'll just think back to and laugh. In case you might you may or may not remember this, okay? Does, does it, involve, it involve Mewtwo? No, it doesn't involve Mewtwo. Okay, because I remember that one every now and that's then. That's that's the second favorite because that's a great one too. Because and I'll go ahead to that one because that one's faster. I gave Chase my phone. Um, to go do Mewtwo raids because this was back when Mewtwo oh was still uh, he was raid locked so you had to like get like special tickets in raids that you already won to get a chance at a Mewtwo oh my God, yes. and um, and I told him and I gave him my phone and I told him I said I don't care how many berries you have to use I, I got silver ones. I was I was at work yeah. and and I was like just get me the Mewtwo and unfortunately he. I don't think you did, or did you? Not the first time. Or yeah, yeah, not, not the first time. Yeah, not the first one. Um, but uh, but that was just, that was just a great one, just because I remember you coming back into at, at, back into where I was working at, and you were just you were like, yeah, I tried. You were like, I, I did the best I could, you know. As if yep. you were delivering the most like depressing. Better than that, I wrote you a haiku, and I think I remember it. You, I, I, you might still have it safe. Well, no, I don't know. This is a new phone. However, if you remember it, please proceed. Um, um, so, I mean, uh, a haiku is three lines. I am 100% certain I remember the second two. Mm. I think the first one said, I am so sorry. That one's the iffy one. But then the middle one was, I gave it my most valiant. Mewtwo is a douche. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Bra- bravo, bravo. <laughs> so no, I was five seven five and everything. That was good. I was so. I felt like the worst friend in the world, <laughs> which again, like Pokemon Go, brings out these weird emotions, because uh, Jacob was stuck bartending that night, and Jenny and I went out to go get hopefully the Mewtwo for all three of us. And I believe Jenny and I both successfully got the Mewtwo and I failed to get it on Jacob's phone. Like we defeated the raid and I just had to catch it and it did not catch on his phone. And I was very sad. And I was like, I am the worst friend. (laughs) I got the Mewtwo for myself. I didn't get it for Jacob. I have failed him. Uh, Jacob was very gracious. But but... see, by, by this point though, my favorite story had already happened. Okay. Okay. I, I'm 
thrilled to hear the story. We we were we were at Smothers, the three of us, me, Jenny, and you. And I think Jenny had to work early the next day, so he left. And once again, I wasn't driving yet. Um, so you were like, I can give you a ride home, you know, if you still want to hang out and you know catch some more Pokemon. I was like, sure. And I remember we were driving home, and at like 1230 at night, and we were passing Kroger. And I just had my phone pulled up and was just like looking, you know, and I was like, and I was like, what is this shadow? shadow? And of course, this is bet This is early. So the servers still weren't great. So like you would hit on something, then it would either disappear immediately or you would hit it and it would take forever for it to actually pop up. And we were stopped at the stoplight and I finally got to pull up as you were driving away. And I said, Chase, which one is this? Because once again, I didn't know all the shadows that well. And your quote, censored, was that is a blank Alakazam. <laughs> and you, because once again, 1230 at night, not a car around. You did a U-turn. You you were you were like, we're going back around, you know? We're very illegal in our city. Say <laughs> very illegal in our city. Yes, very illegal. Uh, but yes. And you, we, we pulled into the Kroger, and we, and we were like, okay, it's got to be around here somewhere. And you stopped, like not even in a parking spot, just stopped. And and we both and we both got the Alakazam. And, and of course, then we still needed the Kadabra at the time. But we both had Alakazam, and that was the important part. And because, uh, once again, because you're right. And that's something that's been consistent. You know, I was talking about the consistency between the, the cards, the games, and uh, and the show. It's the exact same way in Pokemon Go once once they finally got things going because Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam were all incredibly difficult to actually get a lot get get enough of and get enough candies of to actually evolve them. Um, yeah. uh, because I mean, Pokemon Go actually did the thing of you get one shot at Abra. You throw yeah. a Pokeball at it and it doesn't go. Bye. It ran away. It is a one hundred percent flea rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that because as soon as you said Kroger, I went, "Oh, it's the Alakazam story." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remembered that um, because I remember there's a McDonald's right next to it, and I drove around the McDonald's and it was like, "Oh, we haven't seen it yet." So then I have to park closer to Kroger than to McDonald's, and we found it. Mm. Uh, and I mean, it was like a. I remember it being like, "I don't even care that this Alakazam is a 400 CP, which is garbage." <laughs> it is an Alakazam, and I'm thrilled. I have since uh, traded. I, I let the professor murder my Alakazam for candy, and took the candy back. And now that uh, I have a better one, but I remember the story very well, and I'm glad to relive it now. Yes, that is, that is still that is still to this day my, my favorite Pokemon Go story, just because I will never, I will never forget almost laughing too hard to actually be able to to like catch it. Because because just I, the excitement in your voice of that's that's a blank Alakazam just it was it was beautiful it was one of the most beautiful things, oh my goodness, oh, <clears throat> all right um, so oh, yes can please. I interject real quick please as as I'm thinking I think there's a sixty percent chance that Josh and I met through Pokemon Go actually. I guarantee that's that's almost hundred percent correct yeah huh well so I mean there. There are two possible ways that Josh and I would have met. Uh, because 
Jacob, Jenny, Al, and I all worked together for a while. So I, I met all three of you through work, for sure. Uh, Josh and I either met through Pokemon Go or we went to go see a Marvel movie together. <laughs> it was one of those two one things. One or the other. Both wonderful things, you know. I'm pretty certain it was Pokemon Go first, Marvel movie second. Because I, I know I've seen multiple Mar- Marvel movies with Josh also. Um, but, I mean, that's also just another wonderful thing that Pokemon Go did. Of um, I think Al was in Lexington at the time, as we've said. But Jacob and Jenny and I were going to go do Pokemon Go together. And they were like, hey, is it cool if our brother shows up? And I was like, I mean, y'all are two of my favorite people. So, yeah, I, if you vouch for your brother, that's totally cool. Um, and then, of course, I thought Josh was this incredibly angry, awful person because he was like, I can't catch anything. (laughs) I grew to love Josh as much as I love you all. So it all worked out in the end. But my first impression of Josh was like, why can I not catch this Nidorino? (laughs) That was a very good, that's a very good impersonation too. Yeah, sure. I also feel like with Josh's play Pokemon Go, like, he doesn't, he's not, like, he's just very into that game, and so, like, he doesn't talk very much. He's very silent, so literally all you would probably hear, Chase, is just him cussing Was Was just anger. Just anger and rage. (laughs) I think that's what happened, is, like, we probably played Pokemon Go a couple of times, and I was like, man, Josh is the angry older brother. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't have any grief with him. Like, we're not going to have any problems. He can definitely hang out and catch Pokemon with us, or try to catch Pokemon with us. Uh, but I, I think what actually happened was we went bowling one night, and Josh had his phone put away, and I was like, oh, dang, Josh is a cool dude. <laughs> I didn't realize because he's not trying to catch any Pokemon. I like Josh now. In the bowling atmosphere, it's much better, yeah. Chase, hey, Chase I will say this. I, I, uh, I changed phones, and I can throw curveballs now off a new phone. There was something about the old phone I had where I couldn't I couldn't throw a curveball to save my life, and uh, and so like I, I remember Chase and Jake were trying to show me, and like they would do it on their phone and I'd do the exact same thing and the ball would just like fly off the screen, and uh, but, but I can do it now, Chase. I, I want you to know I have I have you know evolved to that level. Good. I, I'm legitimately relieved because I don't think I ever breathed this in out loud. To anyone, but I was like, I, Josh legitimately is bad at Pokemon Go. Like, basically, <laughs> like, curveball, curveball, bam, pot. And Josh would be like, curveball, oh, I missed again. And I'm like, how is he that bad at this? So, <laughs> I do believe you that it was the phone's fault because I was flabbergasted at how bad you were at throwing Pokeballs. So, I don't think it was your fault. And I'm so glad you have that issue fixed. Yeah, I did. I just love that was his first impression of you. I never connected. That. I never did either. So it's so good. Great. I tell you what, it's a, it, it's a good thing me and you bonded over the NBA, or else I mean that, that that's a bad impression to have. You know, I re, I'll be honest. <laughs> I have raged at enough video games that you at least got one or two strikes with me, and yeah, you and I have a ton in common. So we're we were all good from that point on. But there was like a, a two or three week stretch where I was like, oh, he's just the angry older brother. And I think Jacob and Jenny and I are good as we are. 
He can he can cover he can cover once in a while, but you know, just I'm telling you, man, like the the game the game does something to me. It was like you gotta understand. It was like it it wouldn't have been so bad, except it's something that I had been waiting for for years of my life, and then like it was just a a frustration, you know. And and uh, I don't know, but yeah. You're right. No, yeah, the game, the game did something to me. But I, I, I'm glad we got over that, Chase. I'm glad at some yeah. point I put the Pokemon Go phone down and, and when we were actually able to converse, you know, as, as men. <laughs> I mean, regardless, thank you so much to Pokemon Go for bringing me and Josh together. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that was my interjection. Jake, uh, Jake was going on to a different point at this point. No, 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 you're fine. No, we are. <laughs> I am at this point, I'm 100% just, just fine just talking about different Pokemon Go memories at this point. Um, but but I, but I am curious um, because, of course, we have talked about how we have played, you know, different games and everything. I just uh, the Pokemon, this mythos in general. Um, which of the Pokemon spinoffs have been your favorites? So, you know, Pokemon uh, Coliseum, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap, um, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, Hey You Pikachu, if you uh, had a mic that actually worked, um, you know. So, uh, Al, do you have a particular uh, Pokemon spinoff that you enjoyed? Oh, particular Pokemon spinoff. You see, this is a harder question for me to answer because I didn't have a Nintendo home console. Um mm. Until I got a switch, um, so uh, there's a lot for you to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I played a little bit of Stadium at uh, my cousin's house when I would go see them, um, like over holidays and stuff. But um, uh, other than that, I don't really think I have much experience with that one to really offer an answer. I understand. Yeah, no, I got you. I mean, I mean, they're they're definitely worth checking out. They they are hard to find. Um, I really wish that that and I, and I hope that that's something that they are looking to do some remasters for uh, and some remakes with because I know that there would be a lot of people who would love to see a new Coliseum or Stadium game. Um, and of course, with with this year's release of po- the new Pokemon Snap, um, I mean that that's a possibility. You know, they they could absolutely do that. So, mm-hmm. and if they do, that is one that that you will definitely have to grab, um, and and I will definitely have to grab as well. Uh, Chase, what? Or uh, actually, let's go, Jenny. Uh, what about you? Are were there any particular Pokemon spinoffs that you really enjoyed of the games? Um, I don't know if it, I'm assuming it counts, uh, but Pokemon Snap. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, yeah. Um, I love Pokemon Snap. Uh, just I just recently got back into the or got into the one that they just re re released for Switch, mm-hmm. and it's just been a ball. Like I just love it. It's not, you know, it's one it's one of the games that you can chill with. You know, there's not, you know, um. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to have any skill, you know, really. Um, so yeah, that's where that's where you and I disagree because. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I also disagree. I've been I've been stuck in the jungle, and then all of a sudden, like the other day, I watched you play, and you were like, "Oh, look, it's a Volcarona," and I was just like, "Okay, so Jenny's okay, well, farther so than me." Yeah, I no. Don't realize you, that it's skill. you know. But uh, I I love it. I have a lot 
fun. Um, and then one that I feel like doesn't get talked about is my honorable mention uh, is uh, the Pokemon Cafe. I don't know if y'all have played that, but it's a mobile app and it's on Nintendo Switch. Um, it's basically Pokemon and Bejeweled. I mean, that's that's basically it, but it's fun. It's just like a really simple, just fun game. Mm. So, yeah. And the and it's free and it's free to download on either mobile or or Nintendo Switch. So if you yeah. are interested, we are not sponsored by Nintendo, but we should. We are be, not. So. No, I. <laughs> If if they would would give us something, no, go right ahead. We will gladly sponsor uh, support Nintendo anytime. As much as y'all aren't sponsored, if it's free, I'm about to go download that game. <laughs> you should. It's free. It's pretty cool too. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Chase, what's what would you say is your favorite of the Pokemon spinoffs? This it's a difficult question. I'm I'm partially glad that you waited a bit on me so that Jenny could talk about Snap because I I think personally, Snap is probably my favorite spinoff because I I loved the Nintendo Snap uh, on the N64. I played the heck out of that game. It was really cool, and that that probably is my favorite. But I'm gonna branch off and go a little bit weirder as Jenny kind of did with Pokemon Cafe. Um, I was really into Pokemon Coliseum, and I think there was a game at the same time called Pokemon Gale of Darkness. Yeah. Um, there was also, I love Stadium on the N64 and probably played more of that, um, but Coliseum and Gale of Darkness came out on the GameCube, and mm-hmm. I played those a good bit. Um, that was where you got just a smidge more of the live-action type of Pokemon stuff going on. It felt a little bit more like an actual video game, um, which, I mean, that sounds dumb. Of course, all of them are actual video games. But it, it felt a little bit more modern, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Of uh, You were actually, like, there was an avatar for you, as there is with the Game Boy games. But it, it seemed a little bit more realistic. It was not up, down, left, right. You could move in a full circle, uh, moving around the map. The maps were a lot more beautiful. Um, the the dialogue was pretty specific. Um, and then it's always nice to have a game of um, shout out again, the stadium games. I had the console pack where I would shove my Nintendo uh, or my uh, Pokemon Gold game into my Nintendo uh, 64 controller and play it on the TV because I was cool like that, um, which was awesome. Um, but I, I, there was just a, a full television screen in front of me where I was playing Pokemon and going around defeating Team Rocket or whoever there was. Um, those games introduced the Shadow Pokemon, which was a different thing. Um, but as far as, I think if you weighted popularity versus my interest in the games, Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon Gale of Darkness were definitely probably the highest on my scale there. Because they were, if you go back and play them now, they still feel like older games, but they were more of uh, more innovative than the older games at the time. Like there was, I, I just felt like there was a big jump up. The quality did not go down. I still enjoy playing those games, and uh, GameCube was kind of. If I have one console that I've just played the heck out of, it may be the Nintendo GameCube. I played a lot of that one. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I've never actually played um, uh, Coliseum or Gale of Darkness. I've always wanted to. Um, 
Of course, by the time that I started kind of getting interested in them, they were already uh, like $60 and $70 games, and they're really hard to find now. Yeah, Gill of Darkness is like a $120 game. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, kind of, you, you, uh, this is a, a transaction <laughs> from the podcast. If you have a GameCube, I, I'm 95% sure I have Pokemon Coliseum, and I will happily let you use it. I that We'll be talking about that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I just wanted to interject real quick. Sorry. I know my turn's already up, but I just remembered Pokemon Tournament. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't go yet. Well, I know. I just, really sad. Well, mm-hmm. you can still say it. I, can't I just it wanted to say I love Pokemon Tournament. Josh, you can talk about it. There's been so much stuff that's already been taken from me about Pokemon. Oh my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just watched Thunder move across the right side of my screen to the left. Jenny just stole all of Josh's thunder. What the heck? <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize you were going to say no, that. No, no, you're good. Because uh, I, I was because I was, I was scared it was, it, we were going to miss out on it because I, I'm like, you Pokemon Snap's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. But Pocket Tournament was really interesting what they did with that. Mm-hmm. It was checking with Pokemon. Yeah, know? well, <laughs> it, it was. But they, the, the interesting thing they did with that was the, the way the battles would shift from the, uh, from like a, like a full arena to like a side side to side battle mm-hmm. and so it really added a lot of strategy to it um and yeah i, I love that game that game is, is a lot it's still a lot of fun uh i won a tournament on that game. you did yeah. yes yes you did yes um, because josh and pikachu libre they're like that y'all um but it, it is it, it's, it's a really fun game uh, I thought they they did an interesting job uh, with the choices they did for a fighting Pokemon game, although I do think it's kind of weird that they got the uh, the Chandelier Pokemon. Hey, Chandelier is wonderful, uh, which sir. Is, which was kind of a strange one, um, but but yeah, I, I th- th- that's a great game. But yeah, I'm, and and I'm also playing Pokemon Snap on uh, Switch, and it's it's a delight. I mean, it just is. Uh, and on 64, it was great as well too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I was actually going to mention. Uh, Pocket tournament. So really, Denny stole a lot from both of us. You know, oh honestly, God. no, no. So, but, but but no, I completely agree with you. I think I think that one is just a lot of fun. They haven't really. That's the thing. And and since we're kind of getting to the end here, that's really kind of the the point of all of this is that there really isn't a bad like Pokemon media honestly like i mean you can yeah there are some some things that might be better than others and yes as i said hey you pikachu unfortunately was better in idea than actual function i thought it was um, fun what, what little i played of it uh i mean talking to pikachu and i mean that's just yeah but the, the mics broke so easily for a lot of people yeah, that's, well, that's kind of the know, issue you know be yeah. careful with the mic particularly when you're gonna talk to pikachu i mean if, uh, <laughs> if something allowed you to talk to Pikachu and you weren't careful with that thing, I don't know what to do for you. That's true. Plus, um, it did give us the Pikachu in 64, if nothing else. You know, so that's that's definitely a plus. Um but uh but yeah that's that's the kind of thing is this Pokemon has meant so much to all of us and to and to a lot of other people just in general over the over the past 25 years. Um for for you know most of us, we don't really, we don't really remember a time where there wasn't Pokemon, honestly, um, and that's that's saying something for someone to have dominated the market as it has, um, and while still being very similar to you know the way that was in the in the earlier stages, 
it has definitely adapted and evolved quite a bit uh, evolved uh, uh, has evolved quite a bit um over the years um and now that we're getting we're going to be getting you know games like pokemon legends uh, rcs or arceus i know i don't know i i've heard it said both ways i've always just said arceus um because i once heard that a pokemon tournament um like on a live stream so i will always say arceus until someone official tells me otherwise but since whenever we get that we're going to be getting you know basically like a pokemon almost like a skyrim-esque version of pokemon from the look of it from the way that they're doing the graphics and that just looks really cool and pokemon's probably going to be around for another 25 years like they're like we're probably going to be doing a, a like a 50 year or so pokemon podcast presumably with these five people all just being like do you remember how much I love Tangela? You know, like we'll probably just be doing that, I still you know. Have a on. And, and you still want to have a grout on? Yeah, exactly. You know, I and that's a way to make fun of you properly for the Tangela take in 25 years. Years, just that's. I'm gonna hold you to that, Chase. I am. I am. But bottom line, thank you all so very much for listening tonight, um, for checking out the podcast. If you like what you're hearing here, please check out our Patreon and please show us a little bit of support on there. We have $1 and $5 tiers. Um, if you do the $5 tier, you would get this podcast as soon as it's released. Um, if you do the $1 tier, you still get entered into the polls. You'll also be getting our exclusive uh, Patreon uh, video series coming up of Comic Roundup with me and Josh, which is going to be a lot of fun. And we've got some other things planned for it as well. Um but yes, just thank you all so much for your continued support. We also want to thank Chase for being with us tonight. Fantastic guest. Uh, Chase, we love you so much, brother. Um, and we definitely will be having you on again soon. Um, but once we once we knew we were doing uh, the Summer of Video Games, and actually, even before that, once I realized it was going to be 25 years of Pokemon, I was like, we've got to get Chase on here. It's just, it's it's It has to happen. Um, so just thank you so much for, for being with us tonight. We really appreciate it. I was so thrilled, and uh, I don't know if I've smiled as many times as I did tonight on any other night in a very long time. This was so fun. Uh, I, I'm just so thankful to be here. Pokemon, you've helped me realize, like, Nintendo and probably Pokemon, a little bit of Mario and stuff in particular, has just been my gaming avenue. So this has been a fantastic time. I've been thrilled to be here and will be thrilled to join you anytime you all want to have me. Absolutely. Man. We're, we're, we were, we're so happy we were able to do that for you. Um, once again, thank you all so much for listening. And we just want to remind you as always, uh, that fandom is for everyone. And we hope that you all have a wonderful evening. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs>